welcome back to Are You Coping? A subsection of State of Mind podcast with me, Grace Kingswell. I am really loving your response to this little series. Um, And every time I record an episode with a guest, I learn so much about the way people are coping with this lockdown situation. And I hope you guys are finding it valuable as well. Um, If you haven't listened to the past episodes yet, the first one was was with the wonderful Kat Sarsfield and it was a real foodie episode. We talked a lot about, well, just delicious things like pasta and parmesan. And the second episode was with my good friend, Chris Baker. Chris is a photographer and co-founder of We Move magazine and we chatted all things sacred geometry. Yes, I did not know what that is either. Um, And how he's dealing with kind of being locked down in the countryside with his mum and dad. Um, And today I am super excited because I had been wanting to talk to this lovely lady for such a long time. I have Serena Louth with me, well, kind of not with me but on my computer screen via the wonderful thing that is Zoom Um, and we have a really good giggle, Um, I won't tell you why but it's quite funny at the end Um, and Serena is just such a calming lovely person and she is a reflexologist, a yoga teacher, holistic holistic life coach, sorry I was going to say holistic health coach Um, and just all round lovely person. She also has a podcast too, um, which is called The Kitchen Club. And I highly recommend that you go and check that out on iTunes or whichever podcast provider that you favor. So if you enjoy this episode as ever, I would love it if you would subscribe and leave me a review on the Apple Podcasts app. Not sure why, but it really helps um, get the podcast heard by more people when it has more reviews and more five-star ratings. So thank you so much in advance. Share it with your friends, do your Insta stories, and let's get into the episode. Serena, so nice to have you on the little mini series, Are You Coping? How are you? Are you coping? I'm very well, thanks, Grace. Thank you for having me on. Um, I Am I coping? Yes, as we were just saying before we started, I feel like some days you feel really positive and really motivated and you have luckily caught me on one of those days. I'm so glad. I guess it helps that the sun's shining. Yeah, I think that's helping so many people at the moment. It's certainly giving me some structure to my day because I take a little break after lunchtime and go and sit in the sun um, and kind of read for a bit. And it's just nice to just have a routine, isn't it? Or to try and build a routine out of this craziness. Absolutely. Are you managing to kind of get your daily routine happening and feel grounded and continue working? I am. I'm I'm working less, obviously, because a lot of my work is face to face with people. Um, but my routine, I think, is thriving in lockdown. Great. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'd love to talk about that in a second. But firstly, who are you, Serena? Who am I? Um, gosh, what a big question. I <laughs> I will tell you what I do for work. <laughs> yeah, we can start uh, there. I am a holistic life coach, a reflexologist, a Reiki practitioner, and a yoga teacher. Um, lots of lots of different things. I think so many things because I'm kind of on a quest to 
find out how we can live our best lives, feel as vibrant as possible, and then share that with the women that I work with. Mm. So out of those um, different disciplines, mm -hmm. which one do you find yourself drawn to the most? Reflexology and coaching. And it changes. It, it changes, I guess, dependent on... I'm not sure what it's dependent on, but it changes. Over yeah. the years, it's, it's shifted and swayed. Yoga used to be my main thing. And then uh, I had a big wrist injury and an operation. And so that kind of led me on to new things. And I'm like constantly wanting to learn more. Mm. happiest when on a training yeah <laughs> and I guess you know depending on who you're working with and kind of what their needs are you might think to yourself this person could really benefit from Reiki or they could really benefit from reflexology and then you kind of just like weave it all together in a lovely mix of holistic healing yeah I think because you know holistic being such an umbrella term like you want to you want to be able to help people on so many different levels and in so many different aspects of their lives that it's really powerful to have all the different tools to draw on mm. so that, you know, you're not just using reflexology to help them relax, but you're then using yoga to help them build a better, stronger mind-body connection. So all the different disciplines, as you say, they all play, play into each other really nicely. Mm. Amazing. So how has your daily routine changed since lockdown? It has slowed down massively, which I think is so valuable because it's something that I spend so much time telling my clients to do and then so rarely do myself. Um, I used to be, you know, up at 6am and rushing out the door by 6.30 to go and teach yoga every morning. And now I'm like sitting, drinking coffee in the sun, reading my book. Um, which is so lovely. And just little things like, instead of going to the gym, I'm now going running outside and like, I've never been a runner and I'm starting to really, really fall in love with it. And so there's there's loads of little positive changes that are coming out of it that I kind of didn't predict. Mm. Amazing, yeah, I, I actually think a lot of people are becoming runners, aren't they? Because we've sort of been forced to and I'm the same, like I've always, enjoyed running but I am not a runner like I find it so inconceivably hard to do <laughs> a long run I can just about manage 5k but um as you know most of the nation has I've really been enjoying Joe Wicks yes <laughs> it's like thank you Joe Wicks for providing I mean I just do like 10 minutes a day but kind of doing something like that where I mean I can't actually move today my legs are so sore <laughs> which is kind of laughable really but um that's great. Yeah, I think it's funny, isn't it? As practitioners, I do the same thing. I always tell all of my patients, because um, I teach breath work as well, and I, you know, I say, can you do this exercise three times a day? Can you get to bed an hour earlier? Can you um, not have any screen time? Just because, you know, all of those lifestyle factors, along with, you know, the supplement prescription or dietary changes make such a huge impact. And then I quite often don't do them myself and I it's it's really typical I think that as the practitioner sometimes we are looking after other people so much we just forget to look after ourselves absolutely yeah I completely mm. agree so what are you most grateful for at the moment oh okay so 
gratitude, like a, a gratitude practice is one of my biggest favorite things. Um, I've suffered a lot with my mental health in the past and gratitude is something that I keep, keep coming back to kind of as a reminder that no matter how, how shitty you're feeling, sorry, can I swear? No matter yeah, how, rubbish, how rubbish you're feeling, there is always something to be grateful for. It's such a nice way of shifting your perspective. So obviously at the moment, it's like the really big fundamental things. I'm grateful for my health, for having lots of nice food in the fridge, for being able to get out into the park and we've got a nice garden. So that's really special being out in nature. Um, and we've got a little puppy who brings me joy every day. And then so much joy. each day there's little things that come in that you feel, you know, particularly grateful for on that day. But I think at times like this, it's like the big things that really stick with you. Yeah. And I actually think it's, you know, a really good thing to come out of this pandemic that we are now all so much more grateful for those big things because we all take our health for granted every single day. And I think now we're not. And although you know, what's caused us to think and to, to reshape that thinking is a really, really terrible, terrible thing. It's actually positive that I hope a lot of people are going to come out of this, um, you know, stronger and with more emphasis of, you know, taking responsibility for their own health and, you know, not just kind of waiting until they burn out to actually do something about it. Yeah. We said yeah. the other day, you know, when, if you have like a barbecue with your friends or something and you're like, oh, this is so lovely think now when this is all over the next time that you're sitting outside in the sun with your favorite people we're all just going to have a totally new appreciation for mm. for that for the situation for life for those friends yeah which is really definitely. lovely definitely um so you are a bit of a foodie and a wonderful cook and on your podcast um the Kitchen Club, you... Am I right in thinking that you cook for all of your guests? Yes, we do. Which Based is so cool. Based on their cool. three favourite ingredients. That's kind of like ready, steady, cook, I guess, isn't it? When you're just faced with <laughs> some ingredients and you have to create something. Like one of those evenings when you get home from work and there's just, like, not much in the fridge and you just pull something out of your bum. Exactly. Um, so, because food is such a comfort, I think, to so many of us at the moment, I mean, I'm certainly eating a lot more than I <laughs> usually would. Um, what is your culinary hero at the moment or what food could, can you not live without in lockdown? So we have been having such a great time food-wise. I think that me and my boyfriend are eating better than ever. And we're, we're like really trying every night to cook a new recipe from a cookbook. You know when like you buy a cookbook and you have all the cookbooks on your shelf and you mm. cook one recipe from them and then life carries on and you get busy and you forget about it. So we're going through and we're cooking all of the, the recipes we've never got around to doing. And the one thing that we seem to be eating every day is mushrooms. Oh. Yeah. So we That's had amazing. an amazing mushroom stroganoff and then we had like a garlicky thyme mushrooms on cheesy polenta. And we had black bean and mushroom burgers and yeah, obsessed with mushrooms. Oh my gosh, this is sounding so good. And they are incredibly good for you as well. Are especially they? like the yeah, especially like the shiitake mushrooms and stuff. Mm. Um like amazing. I think I don't know if I had to choose one thing that's really keeping me going, what would it be? 
dark chocolate. But yeah. I mean, that's like an everyday, like I just need that to survive That's not anyway. a lockdown special. No. <laughs> <laughs> and actually chocolate's one of the things that really hasn't been difficult to come by. Like there's always, I that's haven't true. found a shortage in the shops, which has been really great. Um, whereas, you know, there is like a severe shortage. Oh, wait, haven't you been making sourdough? Yeah, I've been doing self-isolation sourdough and sourdough hot cross buns. And it's looking really good because Thank I, it's, you. sourdough is so hard. I mean, I've tried and it was never, I never got a very good rise. So in the past, I never did either. And I've been following, oh God, I'm going to forget what he's called. I got um, at Brickhouse Bread or Brickhouse London on Instagram. And mm. he has just got the simplest uh, recipe, simplest steps to follow. Mm. And I guess the thing is just that to make really good sourdough is super time consuming. And now that all we've got is time... It's, yeah. it's a great, great time to give it a go. And it's so delicious. Yeah, I know. So good. I actually, um, my brother is in London with his family and we got a message from him yesterday saying, um, are you guys managing to get any yeast down in Kent? And um, I basically ended up, I've got some um, here in my in my kitchen boxes and I, I sent him yeast in the post yesterday <laughs> because... You just cannot get it anywhere. And I said to him, I was like, oh, you need to get back on the sourdough train. Yeah, no yeast needed. Needed. Um, yeah, no yeast needed. <laughs> so <laughs> what is something that you've learned about yourself since lockdown? Um, so when I, we just took the dog out and I was going through the questions with my boyfriend and I was like, you know, what am I going to say to all of these? And I said, what if I learned about myself? And he was like, you are really intolerant. <laughs> Oh, well, I was so like, Cheers. thanks babe <laughs> um Aww. which I I guess I am I think the thing that I think I've really learned about myself is that I'm quite hard on myself and I kind of expect everything to be done and to be done perfectly and to be done right now mm. and I think that when things are out of our control and it is a very weird circumstance we need to be much more flexible with ourselves and much more kind to ourselves if things do take longer or look differently to how we expect them to mm. and I think that that kind of perfectionism can really hold you back because if you are waiting to like release a product uh, release something or like waiting to to launch a new idea or even just to post a picture on Instagram if you're waiting 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 for it to be absolutely perfect often you just don't end up doing it mm. and I think it's important to remember that you're better just to do something and it be imperfect rather than postpone forever. Yeah, definitely. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I think we probably all fall victim to that now because we live in a society where we can, you know, doctor images and, you know, make everything so perfect. Um, we, a lot of us, I think, have lost that sense of kind of urgency. I mean, we were just talking off air before we started recording about Instagram and saying that um you know it requires so much effort and sometimes it is just really refreshing to be like I'm just gonna put this out there <laughs> and like see what people think and you know you have to let go of the expectations I think especially now we all need to let go of the expectations we have on ourselves because not every day is going to be a good day um but I wanted to ask you do you think that your boyfriend came up with that answer to the question because you're spending so much more time together I mean I I'm the same I have learned that I am I actually already knew that I was incredibly intolerant <laughs> but I think if I asked my husband he would say something along the same lines I 
I think it's something that we both already knew and I guess it's because we're spending more time together. Mm. Yeah. Because there's no escape. We said it's it's a very weird thing that I think so much of like the basis of a great relationship is missing each other and that doesn't have mm. to mean spending huge chunks of time apart but like when you know when you go off to work separately during the day you miss them a little bit so when you come back together in the evening to have dinner you're like oh it's so good to see you and we've got loads to yeah. talk about and when you don't spend any time apart you're like oh my god it's you again <laughs> yeah it's funny because i i'm someone that really needs my own space and my husband and I like we know that and we totally appreciate it we both need our own space but we both also work from home you know he's in his he's a musician so he's always at home I was made redundant from my marketing job probably like two years ago now and and went full-time self-employed so we see each other all the time like (laughs) even when it wasn't lockdown we would be together in the house all the time so I wonder what's that I wonder what that's like you know the whole like I'm off to work now I'll see you later I mean, it must be quite I don't know I'd like to try it one day <laughs> it's nice I think as you say it's important to have your own time so at least him going mm. off to work gives me that yeah definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, but you guys are coasting. so That's much good. love so much love yes. in our home <laughs> yeah me too me too <laughs> um so if you had to take three things to a desert island similar as you would uh, if you were doing Desert Island Discs with the amazing Kirsty Young. Yeah. Um, what are three things that you cannot live without in lockdown? Okay, I love this question. Um, so three things in lockdown. One is my Kindle. Am I allowed mm. electronics? Yes. You're less strict than Kirsty. That's a great answer. No, I guess I'm not that strict. Okay. So I'm reading at the moment full catastrophe... Full... Cr- it's a tongue twister. Full Catastrophe Living by John Kabat-Zinn and it's a book about meditation and nothing has kind of like aided my meditation practice so much in the last five plus years. This book's awesome. So I'm loving that. I would take my watercolours because since lockdown began, I have had them sitting out on the kitchen counter Every day I'm like, oh, today I'm going to take some time to paint. And I still haven't done it. Mm. So I think that would be a nice way to pass the time and to feel creative. And then I presumably, I can't say I can take my dog, can I? Because that's a that's company. I don't know. Maybe not. Okay. So if, if I want. can't take my dog, then my dad will be so proud of me for this. Because this is just like a logical good answer. I take a pen knife. Yes. Because then I so can not the sourdough starter. No, oh god, don't because if you leave me. that, it's gonna die. <laughs> Maybe I have to sneak my sourdough starter, but a pen knife you could then like hunt the island for tropical fruits and cook mm. things, and you could like harvest some coconuts and get going on some homebrew pina coladas. You could pen, I think a pen knife's a good start. But wait, hold on. These were three things that you can't live without in lockdown. You don't need a pen knife in lockdown. You've got a kitchen drawer full of kitchen knives. <laughs> I think I'm thinking about the desert island too much. <laughs> and your dog is not going anywhere. I just realised too. It's because I thought we were going to a desert island. Okay, so in lockdown, I would still say my book, Watercolours, and maybe my, yeah, my sourdough starter. Yeah. That's yeah, a great time you- passer. 
a girl's got to have bread, right? Absolutely. Totally. <laughs> um, this has been such a joy to record. I want to ask you what all yours are now. Oh. Are you allowed oh. to tell me? Yeah, but I haven't really thought about them because I'm always the one asking the questions. Okay, I'll make some really rash decisions. Um, oh, turns out I'm not someone that can think quickly. Okay, my AeroPress for what making... It's it's a coffee. It makes oh, coffee. Okay. It's one of those ones that works. It's basically essentially for camping, but it's become like really bougie and they sell it in all the like East London coffee shops nice. now. Nice. It's really little and portable and it makes espresso coffee. Okay. Um, so you can make like a really nice espresso and then have some like hot, frothy oat milk. Oh, so I've delicious. been really enjoying that. Um, I also could not live without yoga with Adrian. Nice. <laughs> Because I love her and the time that I spend on my yoga mat in the morning with my coffee in the garden as well. I do it outside. It's just like amazing. That sounds dreamy. Um, And the sunshine. I I mean, I would just be so sad if the sunshine disappeared in lockdown. So I know that's quite like untangible or intangible, but I'm going to go with it. Hey, I mean, it makes more sense than a pen knife. Yeah. (laughs) I mean... Or maybe Kindle also be great. I've just started reading Where the Crawdads Sing. Or Ooh, where the... one of my friends recommended that. Yes, it's been, I mean, everyone has recommended it to me. It's, I've only read a few pages and it's already just so brilliant. Okay, good to um, know. And I think it won like a zillions of awards. It's a real page turner, which is great because I feel like in this current climate, you know, we're at home, we really need books that we can lose ourselves in. Escapism, Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's a really good, hot recommendation for Oh, okay, I'm going to download that. Yeah. Um, I don't have any more questions, though. I feel like we could talk for longer, but thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having I me. Think, I wish that um, we were meeting in real life. I know. Well, one day we can do that. I'll give when you some reflexology is... since you're a fan. Yeah, I, we can do a skill swap. You can have <gasps> some acupuncture. I'd love that. <laughs> Yay. Thank you, Serena. Thank have you a wonderful so much. evening. You too. Aww.